OT Geniuses. My name is Jessica Lopez Hermanton, and I am the creator and founder of OT Genius. And you're listening to Pre-OT Secrets. On this show, we talk about how to get into occupational therapy school, how to do it in the most financially savvy way. And we also dive into the stories of pre-OTs, current OT professionals and students to learn how they got in and what their experiences were like. And so we're here to inspire, motivate, and encourage you throughout your OT journey and show you how you can be a successful OT school applicant and become the OT that you want to be. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to another Pre-OT Secrets podcast episode. My name is Jessica and today we are also diving into a very special type of series and episodes that I'm doing. We're going to be talking about different type of settings and things that you can do as an occupational therapist. And we have the one and only Dr. Diamond. Yeah, you are not following her already. You are missing out. <laughs> she posts a lot, lot of good content and you can find her at Diamond Yes. Did I get that right? Yes, I didn't want to mess that up. Yeah, I did not want to mess that up. So, but yeah, she is very unique in what she does as an occupational therapist because she is a doula as well. And you find out a little that and have her share her experiences and her journey and how she's integrating that. So you want to learn more about that, you're definitely in the right episode and you better stay till the end. <laughs> so Dr. Diamond, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, where, where you are, who you are. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Yes, for sure. So again, I am Dr. Diamond. You can find me at a Diamond OT. I have been working as a pediatric occupational therapist for five and a half years. I am located in Georgia, so Southern Peach. I love to travel. I love kids. I've always wanted to work in pediatrics and pediatric setting and just love to experience different cultures and different people across the world. So that's a little bit about me. Very happy to be here and excited to just tell my story. Very, very cool. Thank you so much for being on here. I'm sure it's going to be very valuable to, to many students. So First and foremost, what brought you into the occupational therapy field? How did that come about? That is a good question. So some people don't learn about occupational therapy until college. Some people know about it, you know, and during their childhood. I was kind of in the middle. So I always knew I wanted to work in healthcare, but I knew very well I did not want to be a doctor. I did not want to be in a hospital setting. I didn't want to, you know like be dealing with different fluids or being a surgeon and cutting people. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, that's not it. So, so outpatient ortho is not for you. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was like, mm. 
I don't think so. <laughs> Tender fluff. Oh my gosh, I'm like having a brain fart right now with the term or uh, word searching issue here. What is it? Tender flex flex or repair. And stuff of that oh, nature. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that I was like, mm, no, even in field work settings, I was like, yeah, let's not do that part. But, and also I just wanted to help people, but also have time to do so. And so I actually went through a program called the Explorer Post Program. And they have a healthcare program. So they have one for technology, healthcare, broadcasting and communications, things like that. And so I went through like literally each healthcare field um, that was in the hospital, in the clinical setting, radiology, went through physical therapy, went through nursing, all these different settings. And then after I said it shadowed a PT, I was like, "Mm, not quite, but I got to shadow an occupational therapist. And I remember it was a child that was in foster care and they're working on just supporting emotional regulation, supporting that co-regulation, learning new skills with dealing with fine motor delays. And I just thought, wow, like you get paid to play with kids all day. <laughs> amazing. Sold. <laughs> and on top of that, we also got to see different settings in the hospital. So I got to see how they teach people how to cook again, how to teach people how to get out of the bed. They had like a, a cooking lab and things like that. So just a big emphasis on doing occupations or activities that are meaningful to you just struck me. And at that point, I was starting my senior year in college, senior year in high school, sorry. And so after I had it set in my head, I was like, okay, this is what we're doing. I got to set a game plan and change up my like college, what's the word? I wanted to change up like what I was going to do in college because at that point, um, I think I was going to go into something more general or just healthcare science or just something that was more general. So I was like, okay, well, let me look at schools that would help me get into OT school. So that's how I got started. Very cool. Very, very cool. And how did you come up with, I guess, I guess the idea or what um, made you integrate that with being a doula? Okay. Yeah, that's a good question. So that came later on. So after I finished OT school and started working, I knew I wanted to go back and get my doctorate. And so when I went back for a post-professional doctorate in occupational therapy, there was one question asking about emerging settings, like what are some ways that OTs can help populations in the community that you don't generally see? And at that point, I've had a few personal experiences with friends and family that had adverse maternal health experiences, either during childbirth, during lactation and breastfeeding, or during like just postpartum, just things like that, dealing with C-sections, or even just dealing with being heard in a doctor's office. So I thought, okay, this is an occupational disruption. This is not helping someone transition to new occupations or new roles or new activities. And we see that there is a Black maternal health crisis in America, and especially in Georgia, where I currently am. I think at that point when I was, you know, reading about it, I think we were like the third, the third worst state for maternal health. Oh, wow. was like in comparison also to like other countries as well. So um, countries that have less health care resources were doing better in that area than some states in the United States. And so I thought, you know, OTs are all about advocacy. We're all about looking at the whole picture and, you know, just 
also looking just not in traditional settings, but also in the community, why not have OTs and doulas work together? And so that's what got me on that start of figuring out, okay, how can OTs and doulas work together? How can actually an OT use a doula background to to support these populations? So that's how I got started. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And what have you, I guess, learned from that experience working as a doula and an occupational therapist? Like, what has that experience been like for you? Yeah, that's a great question. So, well, let me first say what a doula is. I think not everyone yes. knows what it is. True. So True. a doula or also known as a birth worker is someone who is known to be a support person. So they are there to help support and guide a birthing person through their parenting journey. So it can be a fertility doula, someone who is a birth doula, postpartum doula, to go through that whole process of going from conception to now you have to take care of another little person, basically. Um, and that can be with informational, emotional, or physical support. It's not a healthcare, not a healthcare support person. So it doesn't go off the medical model. They don't provide any like medical information or medical support, unlike midwives. They are the ones that like actually deliver babies. So just someone to help you share that mental load, help you to advocate for yourself. And that's a lot of reasons why it like goes hand in hand OT because that advocacy part, that support um, from a from different perspectives and not just going through the transition in that new role alone. But going back to the other question, tell me the first question again. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're going to hear <laughs> Wait, I already, you know what? What's funny is that I already forgot part one. <laughs> but, but no, that, that is definitely something to just take into consideration in in the sense of the the, the definition of what a doula is and how, what the difference is life and uh, the and a doula and how you support the it, just the birthing parent into uh, yeah from the time of conception to the time of birth. So now that that's said, I, I think because I, I I already forgot. I was just very focused on what you were trying to say too. So, but I'm pretty sure the question was what how that's what it was. What did you learn from integrating occupational therapy and being a doula, like how have you coincided those two things? Yes, thank you. <laughs> I needed that moment too. <laughs> so I was like, oh, man, I'm like on a roll. Like, what was it again? Hey, when the passion just hits, it hits. You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, the biggest thing that I've learned with integrating the two together, one has just been understanding more about the birth process. And some people may know that just from personal experiences, either just, you know, not everyone goes into OT school fresh out of college or coming in as just a single individual, like they might come with kids already. So some people might understand that birth process, but for the most part, that's not explained in the educational setting in OT school. So we learn about child development. We learn about, you know, sensory integration. We learn about different 
conditions and symptoms that might happen um, in a pediatric setting where they might come to us, but not always understand why. So for example, brachial plexus or having a birth injury that an infant might have, being a doula and going through that birth training helped me understand like the stages of labor and also understand like what the parent went through for that child to be here. And did they have a positive experience? Was it an empowering experience? Was it traumatic experience? And also how that shapes life afterwards, how that shapes life postpartum, like maybe if the child is in the NICU, um, if they have to come to early intervention services, how that's carried through and do they have the support that they need? So becoming a doula helped me understand how to better, one, have a coaching model for parents and also understand, okay, if a kid is coming to me in a pediatric setting or in a community setting, that there's more to this story. It's more than just, okay, this is the child diagnosis or this these are their symptoms. It's also, okay, let me hear about the birth story. Let me hear about, you know, how many hours were you in labor or how did you feel during the delivery? Did you feel empowered? If was, you know, the outcome what you hoped it would be? Or do you need some time to process that? How has life been postpartum? How you've been doing with lactation and being able to connect with your child? Those questions that I might not have been able to understand as well, just going straight through OT school, but having that additional training helps me also see the bigger picture of the whole family and not just the child. And I think you're just touching upon something that is so critical. Um, I mean, I never, as I'm just hearing you speak, there's something that's coming to my mind. And I mean, we know that the word occupational therapy stems from the word occupation. And one of those things that are on is childbirthing, right? But I, as I'm talking to you, like, you're right, you know, conceiving a child even, or in, in birthing a child, all that is still, it's still an occupation in a way and you really want to think about it. You're occupying your time in a way that where you are needing to do certain things such as go to doctor's appointments and maybe you need to, you know, do certain exercises and stuff of that nature in order to induce the labor at the right time or whatever it is, or to prevent and do certain things to prevent premature birth. And so (laughs) we don't really talk about that enough in the occupational therapy world. So I just think it's just such a unique thing. And if you really come to think about it too, as, uh, as I just hear you speak, we occupational therapists can play a huge role, even in helping individuals with infertility issues. So, and that's something too, that's not really talked about a lot either, you know? So yeah, thank, thank you so much for, for sharing. I don't know if you want to add anything else to this, uh, first part we are going to have you back guys and as always I always gotta have these people back right I always gotta have them back right I can't just leave it that short this short I just want to make sure that the episodes are digestible so but anyway (laughs) any closing thoughts or statements that you want to to make in reference to that or any other thing that you want to add yeah um I would just say that if you have any questions about doula work or birth work, feel free to reach out. There's a lot of doula trainings out there and there's actually a lot of 
OTs as well that are involved in the women's health and in the postpartum and birth OT realm as well. So check them out for sure. Awesome. 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 Well, thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to having you on again, Dr. Diamond. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for joining me and taking time out of your day to listen. We hope that this has been of value to you and will get you one step closer towards becoming the OT that you want to be. One of the biggest problems I see is that pre-OTs, they try to do things alone. They do things in isolation and the connections that they have are minimal for many reasons. But we are changing that here at OT Genius and focusing instead on building a community for pre-OTs for them to have their first OT family and meet other pre-OTs current OT students and clinicians. To be a part of that awesome community, you can subscribe to our membership by going to otgenius.com. Just go to the tab, get me into OT school on the homepage, and you can join our awesome community there. You can also find our social medias and ways to get in touch with us on the website. So thank you again and see you in the next one.